You thought it was Dio, but actually it's us, the powerful Nerdcast. Hello, my friends. I am Corey, and joined with me today is my good friend, Christian. Hey, you guys, we got some exciting news today. We, the powerful Nerdcast, have partnered with Rogue Intel, and Rogue Intel is a podcast network. Uh, recently, we met a guy named Paul Duffy. Which or Patrick is, Duffy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patrick Duffy. I guess subconsciously... Not the star of Step by Step in Dallas. Subconsciously, I'm trying to change his name so I don't think it's some celebrity that we've been hanging out with. But yeah, so he is the owner of a place called RogueIntel.com, and it's a podcast network where you can see all these uh, different podcasters come along and like make a community. And we've really enjoyed the process of joining them and uh, sending them like our logo and stuff, and we're getting our own place on their website. Uh, so if you go to RogueIntel.com, pretty soon you're going to see the powerful nerd cast on the front page cycling through their like banner and stuff and uh we're just really excited because what these guys are going to do for us is put us on stitcher soundcloud itunes and they're just going to distribute our podcast all over the internet and i think Corey and i have always been really stuck on youtube yes and we've loved it mm -hmm. and youtube is great but we just feel like we've got to advertise like in more places because you guys are great but we feel like we could have a bigger audience all over the internet mm -hmm. and why not put your stuff everywhere if you're going to put it out put it everywhere mm -hmm. and so the people at rogue intel have just been awesome mm -hmm. and uh what's your experience been so far Corey? it's been really great the good thing is a lot of the people at rogue intel we've actually worked with them before they do have another podcast show on there that's called now that i'm older yeah and uh, i believe that's shane and kenny yes and uh they're awesome we've had them on the show before if you guys want to check them out we'll put a link to that episode in the description box below it was like one of the earlier uh maybe sub 10 mm -hmm. uh, uh, podcast and we've actually been on their show uh, a couple yes. times they're, yes. they're really great they're a lot of fun but what i really love about this whole rogue intel thing like you said mm -hmm. is that we're going to be all over the place now and this gonna is going to give people more options because one of the biggest requests from you guys is i want a download version i want an audio version i want to be able to listen to your show everywhere i go in the car on the toilet during a <laughs> funeral we need your show and that's exactly oh, what's man. so important about this rogue intel thing and that's what i love about podcasting in general if it's done right you're supposed to be able to pull it up on your phone pause it play it wherever you want like mm -hmm. you don't have to come home and watch uh game of thrones at nine o'clock on hbo mm -hmm. you can just have an hbo go account and watch it whenever you want boom boom and that's what we're trying to do and also i think that was also Corey's Corey and mine's idea when we started this studio is really make this like modern media little hub where we can kind of like report on things we like and then mm -hmm. hopefully maybe someday we'll have people come here and produce their own stuff you know alongside us and we'll have our own like brand that you know people make stuff under mm -hmm. Th that could be fun too and i think that's always been kind of the idea so meeting up with these people now that we have things like the internet we can like collab with them and we can be part of this community and that's awesome <laughs> this so, thing called the internet yeah this <laughs> thing called the internet well it's mm -hmm. a big you know, you think about it, it's mm -hmm. like everyone can come together mm -hmm. and it's like a, a single, I don't want to get too crazy hippie with it, but like a, a single sort of consciousness thing where you can like meet people in and like-minded people. Heavy, man. Heavy. I like yes. it. Yes. But what is really cool about this though is that nothing is changing. We're just getting more options for how you can view the show, which is uh, going to be really good for a lot of people. It's going to be good to uh, allow us to get our name out there a little bit more because this podcast has been so much fun and this is just the next big step not only for the podcast, but for the actual uh, Super Commune Guru 9000 brand as well. Yeah, and the other thing to recognize, guys, is, you know, we're kind of lucky because of the anime reviews we do. We already had kind of a nice, like, built-up fan base to watch our podcast because, mm -hmm. like, a lot of people start podcasts and they're lucky to get, like, 100 views an episode for mm -hmm. a long time. And we've been really blessed to get, like, 1,000 right yeah. off the bat. Like, I know some websites that have been around for years, you uh -huh. know, that, you know, they report on some of the biggest news. They release, like, a weekly podcast and they might get 50 views. Yeah, and you're like... 
you're like, wow, a thousand doesn't sound like much, but I promise, mm. Corey and I have worked so hard to get that. Oh, and we love, we love it. Thank you guys so much yeah. for watching. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're very grateful, you know, but we just want to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And Rogan tells seems like the partners. And one of the things that I've always wanted to do is have more guests on. And I feel like with Rogan tell, we're going to have access to these great content creators that we mm-hmm. can just ask to come on. I know this one guy, uh, he has a podcast um, called Pocket Dump. And what, dump. all he does is review, uh, uh, like knives and stuff, like little folding knives. I would and not stuff. know that from the title of the show, the pocket dump. So like he would take like, cause I always like carry one of these little work blades and you see how you can like snap it open. Like mm-hmm. he would review this and he talked about it. So it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, he reviews different brands and, uh, pocket he's like knives. the, uh, the, the stabby stabby version of, uh, flashlights the, the Russian gadgets. guy who does the, the shooting uh, videos on YouTube. You know the Russian guy. Oh, what's his name? <clears throat> F- I forgot FPV his name. FPV Russia. Uh, FPS Russia. FPS Russia. Or something yeah, along those yeah. lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that guy's actually from Georgia. Yeah. And it fakes the whole thing. Yeah, you could tell too because I mean we live here and you know that you could You're tell like, where he's those like trees look yeah, like it looks just like our backyards. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's big news for us. Rogue Intel. Stay tuned. We're gonna have more announcements for that uh, coming down the pipeline. What's also really cool. All the previous episodes are also going to be available in audio format, so you guys can check those out, download it. So Also, we're getting our own f- show form on yes. the website, which mm-hmm. I think is cool. I'm not sure how big forms are anymore, mm-hmm. but like I love Reddit and Imgur and stuff, so I know there are online communities that are big. I tolerate Reddit. You tolerate? Red- <laughs> yeah. Reddit's okay. I find Imgur yeah. to be more interesting. Like mm-hmm. You can just get to the funny stuff faster. But uh, I think that like having a form is kind of cool. So maybe if you guys ever want to start like long form discussion with us about like show ideas, maybe we'll start a few posts there, Mm -hmm. like put your cool episode reviews and like cool ideas in here and we'll like go through everything and kind of be like, you know, another place to talk to us. Mm -hmm. So, and again, it comes back to you guys, the fans, the viewers, and that brings us to our next segment, viewer questions. That's right. This is something that we've been really wanting to do for a long time. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear your questions just about stuff you want to ask us or what you want us to review or talk about. And we do have a couple of them this week and they are really awesome. So first we're going to go ahead and start with Satsuki Sama 6. And he okay. asks, do you guys agree with the rest of the fandom that Naruto Gaiden was basically a complete waste of time because Sakura didn't turn out to be Sarada's mother? I personally think it was lame of Kishi to troll us like that, but I still enjoyed the story. What do you guys think? What kind of question? Okay, first of first all, off, he said yeah. it's useless and then he said he enjoyed it. Well, mm-hmm. I don't understand how to, it's like it's a double negative. You yeah. don't know how to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the guy that hated it, and who, who thought it was a waste of time as he enjoyed it. What he's actually saying is a lot of the fan base is not too happy with it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I liked I can't, it though. So yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I didn't love it. I know you weren't as much of a mm-hmm. fan of it as I was, but yeah. that's okay because, I, like I said, it was mostly a Naruto and Sasuke battle. Mm-hmm. chapter against these new guys and then they just threw the kids as the actual story in mm-hmm. which i said is exactly the right thing to do don't dump the old characters out of the series and then give us like dragon ball gt stuff where it's just the kids running around like is that what people wanted like i don't know i thought it was good i, mm-hmm. was good. I mean i don't feel that it was a waste of time especially with the whole thing with uh you know kareen being actually maybe the mother of sarada uchiha i really didn't think that's called kisi trolling us Corey. yeah in some people's eyes in some people's eyes it is um but i really don't think he was trying to pull our leg too much 
Um, was it a ploy to get people to continue reading? Of course it was. Um, but, but I still don't feel that it was a, uh, a waste of time. And like I said, I don't think it was the best thing that I've seen from the Naruto universe, but it was far from a waste of time. It was really good. It's better than any damned filler arc that I've ever seen, and it's even better than some of the standard canon episodes that I've seen lately in Naruto Shippuden, but that's a story for another day. Yes. But, uh, no, I, I don't believe it was a waste of time, and I really don't think the fan base is, uh, you know, I think it's, it's just an angry vocal minority. Uh, about I think it, that's you know. a good way to put it. They're mm-hmm. they're a loud minority. You know, they really don't represent uh, the entire fan base, and there really is no way to uh, to gauge really what the entire fan base is true. Do you thinking. feel like you understand the new characters more uh, than you used to? Sarada a little bit more. You know, I know more about her yeah. character now. Um, I appreciate her a lot more. I still think it's surprising that Boruto wasn't like one of the main stars, but obviously this whole manga was sort of a springboard for the new movie. Yeah, and and it was for her, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, Boruto gets the movie. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it's going to go. Okay. But at the same time, it's going to be all the cool fights are going to be at the adults, which is what we want. Mm. That's prob- That's my prediction. Yeah. There's going to be one where Boruto is like, oh, I did the last Rasengan. <laughs> you know, like yeah. th- that's going to happen. Yeah, that's my prediction. Anywho, but yeah, th- that's what we have to say about that. But uh, another question we have is a very awesome name, by the way, Ryzen Kirishima. That's just fun to say. Yes. Ryzen Kirishima. Uh, this is a question that we've had that's similar before, but there's another part that I think you'll find interesting. Marvel and DC versus anime matchups. What would you like to see? We've already discussed that, but he also asks, thoughts on Gara versus Toph from Avatar. Have you seen that video yet? The yeah, I death have. battle. Yes, yes uh, I, have. I have not seen that yet, but I want to hear your thoughts about that because you are an Avatar fan and I know nothing about I this and who the Toph- hell is... Toph. Toph was an earthbender. She yeah. was the blind earthbender, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. That's my whole knowledge of the character. Yes, and she was just very powerful because she did a thing a lot like Batch do with sonar. Mm-hmm. Like she could step on rocks and then she would feel the vibration go through everything. And because she's an earthbender, she could pretty much see through the earth, mm-hmm. you know, even though her sight was gone. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. And then she later developed metal bending, which was cool too. Oh, that's awesome. Because it's like made from rocks that you boil mm-hmm. down and stuff. So that was cool. Uh, but I think she could beat Gara. Really? Yeah. That's saying a lot. Well, I mean, we've seen Gars do some. I mean, Toph must be pretty insane. Yeah. Toph has made like uh, long, um, like uh, wave sized mountains move across the. Planet. Really? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Maybe I not mean, quite that big, but she's quite good. Because, I mean, you know, is, that's, that's kind of on par with what Gara does. You know, he takes his sand and he can literally create like giant tsunamis out of them and stuff. The problem is, sand's a bad weapon against her. Mm, that's true, because technically, could she not control the sand herself? Yeah, it's like they both hit each other with the things they can counter. That, you know, let, let's pretend, like, somehow, you know, she can't control the sand, you know, uh, you know, and... Uh, Is sand little rocks? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's okay. the thing, though. You have to kind of, you have to pretend, like, how this battle would actually work. And gold's like, metal, really... and she can metal bend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't see... They both kind of neutral each other out. I feel like whoever can make the biggest blow maybe could do it. Okay, like, what if it's, like, a straight fist fight? Like oh, who's well, going to win? win. Gar- no, she's a good. She won a uh, many martial arts tournaments. Hmm, that that's is that's why. A lot. So it's they're both kind of like, they both sort of fill the exact same role in yeah. each other series. Like mm-hmm. Gar is like the maybe not the character wise, but the, you know they stand next to the main character and they have Earth Ben powers or mm-hmm. Earth related powers. They're very similar characters. So making them fight is like. I don't know. Double negative. Yeah. Who do you think would win? You want to say Gara? I mean, I want to say Gara because I know <laughs> nothing about Toph. Like, I, yeah. I, I never watch Avatar. I even tried to get into it desperately. You let me borrow some of the DVDs. Yeah, I like, gave you all three seasons. I reached one episode, like, where there's just a bunch of people walking through a valley. And I was just like, you know what? 
don't care at all. Done. And time. I just completely fell off of it. But I I know why people like it. And uh, unfortunately, I never really got to experience. It's got that good character. characters. Yeah, like that random... character of Toph. I never really got to experience like what that character was all about. Yeah, it's very true. You know, and I never really got to see what they were truly capable of in that entire series. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want to say Gara because I've seen him do some amazing things. Aside from the fact that originally he was just transforming into monsters and stuff, we've seen him literally just like summon these giant just like waves of sand that just trap everything but then again this you know chick apparently can control like the power of the earth which is sand so like you said it's a stalemate so. yeah it's like how do they hurt each other almost mm-hmm. like here's a whole bunch of sand to crush you oh wait here's me making boulders out of that and slamming you back like here's me catching those boulders with the rocks around us i don't know they're all just sort of like the same character it's like what would happen if aquaman fought against kisame because kisame is like half fish yeah could like Aquaman control Kisame? Uh, they'd have to just physically fight. You think so? Yeah. You don't think he'd be like, like start to control him and stuff, and then he'd have like complete control over him. That would be funny. I think it would be. I think Kisame could only make water sharks. Aquaman would dominate the One Piece universe. Oh yeah, he would. Dude, he would have an army of he... sea kings just riding on them, like <laughs> ah, just destroying everything with all these giant waves and creatures, and like crushing devil fruit users with water. Oh my god, that would be so epic! People make he fun of Aquaman much... all the time, but he would dominate that world. He pretty much has water fruit powers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, if you want to look at it like that, you know, with the whole fish telepathy thing, which does yeah. not sound impressive at first, but I really can't wait to see what they're going to do with Aquaman in the new movies. Hopefully, it'll make people take that character seriously because I think Aquaman's cool. Yeah, I think a dude that control great white sharks mm-hmm. to attack you is pretty cool. Although my favorite thing about Aquaman involves this old Adult Swim commercial they used to have in the early two thousands when mm-hmm. Adult Swim started. What they would do is they would take this like old animated version like super friends aquaman and they would bring him out to like just a random place in the middle of like atlanta because that's where uh adult swim is based yeah yeah they're and, in atlanta uh, and then you would just have like aquaman he would just and you'd see him from behind and then he would just stop and then this music would start up and then it's just aquaman shaking his ass for like 30 seconds and then black screen adult swim that's all it was like look those up they're absolutely hilarious um but yeah um, I'm gonna have to look up this whole Gara versus Toph video because I love Death Battle, but I've sort of like fallen off the horse. I haven't checked out any of the recent episodes, and I remember those being really awesome. The last one I saw was Majin Buu versus Kirby, which you know I, I don't even want to spoil how that one ends, but let's just <laughs> say it's pretty shocking. Um, but yeah, I really liked that one a lot. But uh, there we go. That was viewer questions. Thank you guys for giving us a few more questions. Uh, Each week we want to try and answer a couple. Just make sure to uh, write them in the description box below. Like I said, if you have any questions specifically for us or something you want to ask us, something you want us to discuss, please tell us in the comment section below. You guys make this part of the video possible. So now that we're done with that, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move into the summer 2015 anime season. And there are a lot of shows here. So I think we'll go ahead and just get the elephant out of the room, which is Dragon Ball Super. Yes. Which just aired last week, which is just, we're still like kind of feeling the energy coming off of that show. Like people are still talking about it and they're excited. And it's amazing how many people have viewed the show and watched and enjoyed it because it's one of the few anime that doesn't have like a license and it doesn't even have a like a, a simulcast or a simulcast uh, this season whatsoever, which I think is really, really shocking. Which means if you want to watch Dragon Ball Super, you kind of have to Google it. Yeah. It, it's almost insane that they're not making it a legal way to watch it mm-hmm. like i was like oh dragon ball it's gonna be on crunchyroll like no yeah, doubt it's gonna yeah. be on funimation.com it's nowhere to be seen 
whatsoever. And it, and it pains me on my Dragon Ball review when people come in like, hey, where can I watch it? And it's just, it's, there really isn't any, you gotta have to Google it, you know, because it changes all the time. And there's all those other illegal sites that you can go to and everything, but I really hope that uh, Toei gets the message that a lot of the fans in the West really want to watch that show. But uh, despite that, it's still not going to stop people from watching it. And the first episode aired, and I liked it a lot. Yes. It was just classic, you know. Um, kind of a mixture of old Dragon Ball meets Z, but with a little bit of, like, just a dash of slice of life, which usually that type of stuff is kind of off-putting, but when you have the Dragon Ball characters involved, it's actually kind of refreshing. For some reason. Yeah. I'm not saying it makes sense, but mm-hmm. slice, of li- slice of life in Dragon Ball never really bothered me. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Those characters can just go on their little adventures and... Because at the end of the day, they end up accidentally blowing up something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, or something crazy happens. So it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't mind it. Uh, as long as it's only one episode long yeah. or two episodes long besides that. And then it gets out of there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm really excited about uh, Dragon Ball Dragon Ball F or Dragon Ball Super. Uh, it just, man, I, I'm so glad that show's back. Mm-hmm. I see all these memes online. People are like, just thought I grew up and then a new Dragon Ball comes out, you know, damn it. <laughs> damn it. I thought Gotta I was get back on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. I just think the one mistake they're making is not making it available for anyone. That is the biggest mistake, but a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, towing animation, they know what they have. They know they have a cash cow and they're going to wait for someone to license it and make a lot of money. I mean, how would they not? Dragon Ball Z is one of the biggest like anime properties, if not the biggest in the world, because it appeals to so many different people. Um, and it is a shame that, you know, I had, I remember when that, when the first episode came out, like I had to struggle to find it. Like, it, you know, if it wasn't for our, our loyal commenters and subscribers, I wouldn't not even been able to see the episode, uh, you know, and, and I was managing to find it in the highest quality that I could too. Cause I'm, I'm such a snob when it comes to that type of stuff. And even the, the subs I was watching, they were not that great. Oh, there's a really cool article on Kotaku. It says the evolution of Dragon Ball characters. Mm-hmm. And you can see here, like, here's the episode or here's the, uh, like, Vegeta over time. Okay, I'll put my fingers over the GT Vegetas because I don't want to <laughs> see those. So just God, look at him with his mustache and short hair. They, they ruined him. Does that him. sound like Vegeta to you? <laughs> mustache and short hair. Uh. So anyway, that's kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. But my favorite one's this one. Is it another Saiyan character? <laughs> it's Piccolo. He's not changed whatsoever. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, I mean, to be fair, he has changed a little bit with the art style. But, yeah, it, he's always had pretty much the same outfit, which is just a, a slight he rendition of the one used by uh, the evil king. Pickle. He doesn't uh, transform, so he doesn't not really, really need no, a new... No. He just merges with, you know, all the different people in his race. It's all, like, internal. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I also thought that was really crazy that, uh, no, this is just retarded. retarded. I love the internet, but it's so distracting. Mm-hmm. This mod makes it so you can do... Uh, Goku versus Frieza on Street Fighter. Oh wow, that is a buff Goku. That <laughs> it's is pretty a, much wow, real. Frieza looks very Frieza esque. Wow, that's really good. Really? Yeah. Uh, except that now, <laughs> when you see them next to each other, it looks a little strange because Frieza's got like a giant bulbous head, uh, more so than usual. Um, but yeah, it's just oh my gosh, that's crazy. They can so, do anything with those mods nowadays. Um, but yeah, what's really cool about the first episode of Dragon Ball Super is that it's kind of a retelling of Battle of Gods. Um, which I'm not completely opposed to. I understand why they want to hype that up again. It was a really big success. And this way they can uh, sort of more naturally include Beerus and Whis into the story, um, who are barely even in the first episode of Dragon Ball Super. They're just going around destroying planets just, you know, at their own whim, which I think is really great for those characters. Um, there's also, of course, uh, Majin Buu and Mr. Satan. Mr. Satan is now voiced by Joseph Joestar, 
which mm-hmm. is it's good, but it's also really distracting because like I don't see Mr. <laughs> Satan anymore. I just picture like Joseph Joestar wearing a Mr. Satan outfit, which is really like, which that image already is really strange, and he's already a really goofy character. He like powers up. He sees Goku power up. And he's like, oh no, oh my god! <laughs> if they could just make Mr. Satan say that, that would be the most amazing thing in the friggin' world. That'd be great. That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, most of the episode actually focused on uh, Trunks and Goten, which, you know, I was ready to be like, oh, first episode's going to suck. But actually, it was it was pretty good seeing them go on their little adventure and yeah. fight against that giant snake. And it also gave us kind of a preview of what the animation is going to look like. And uh, there are parts of the episode that look better than the movies oh, that yeah. they released, which is like, I was like, wow, that's surprising. They're actually, like, buckling down and, you know, putting a little bit of work into the backgrounds and everything and making mm-hmm. the animation look pretty crisp and smooth. Uh, so I hope they're able to keep that that way forever. But then again, it's Toby Animation, and they're known for uh, you know budgeting their series like really crazy. They're the guys who do like One Piece and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So I well, mean, they also then they have long term experience running an anime. Yeah. So we'll see how the quality dips and mm-hmm. goes all over the place. But yeah, but I'm I'm really interested in this one, and uh, the intro of the show is great. Sort of gives you another uh, understanding of what the arc is going to be about. Since they're redoing a Battle of Gods, it's not just going to be Beerus and Whis. There's going to be the gods from the sixth dimension. Yes. Who are known as uh, Shanpa, which is a play on champagne because okay. every single, you know, Beerus, beer, whisk, whiskey, Shanpa, champagne. But we don't know what the uh, actual uh, female whisk, we don't know what her name is quite yet. It's probably on a Dragon Ball wiki somewhere, but it hasn't been officially revealed in the show yet. What do you think? Some. Uh, uh, Chauvignon Blanc? Or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try to go with vodka. Yeah. I guess she's a little more straightforward girl in my head. Yeah. You know, not Chauvin Blanc. <laughs> um, um there's whiskey yeah. no they already use whiskey there's vodka yeah. i don't know you could come up with a million things yeah. but i mean i you know obviously that's just going in line with the other classic dragon ball it's always got to be like a food pun or something all the gods are alcoholic beverages which i think is pretty awesome that is cool because mm-hmm. they're they're fucking crazy drunk on power they are <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through the other uh, summer anime yeah because there's a lot of shows this year and uh there's only a couple that i know i'm definitely going to look at i've gotten a ton of requests and um, i'm even going to do some quick little quick fire reviews of some of those today but uh we're going to go through some of the shows that are going to be airing uh this season so uh this let's is go ahead this is a uh, kind of a funny thing because as much as we review anime, there's a lot of anime we don't like. There is. So what we're going to do is go through this and just say, nope, not for us, you yeah. know, and keep moving, you know. So. <laughs> and we're also going to try our best to, <laughs> to pronounce this stuff because I find the shows we don't like usually have names that, we that are, like, say. impossible to pronounce. So you're going to Okusuka-sama? Yeah, let's see. We're already stuck on the first one. The first one is this show called Okusama Ga... Oh, God, I'm already stuck. Okusama Gaseto. Kaicho. Yeah, but say it in like your your loud Japanese. Okusama gaseto kaicho. I almost kind of like I said before we did that. I was practicing that. I sound like one of those hosts on Sabado Higante. I don't know why I do that, but that's just the way it is. Telemundo. Uh, yeah. So as far as uh, OGSK goes, uh, I'm probably not going so to watch it. Romantic comedy, etchy. It's a romantic comedy. It's an etchy. It's a series. That already means no, Corey. What yeah, do we, okay, it, no. It, we're not watching it. It just means no. Yeah, we're not going to go over it. Who am I kidding? It's a weird show about sex. Gangsta. Um, but Gangsta. Now, that's a show that I am watching. Gangsta, um, period. Just really loving that one. The second episode uh, just aired today, uh, which is July 9th, if you guys are curious. Um, I like this show. It's, it's really gritty. It's hardcore. 
Um, it's all crime and mafia-based, and it's just got a lot of style going for it. It's got an amazing soundtrack. Only warning I have for the show is that uh, it is not for the faint of heart, and it's definitely not for younger viewers. It's got some really messed up language and really like realistic messed up things going on, and it's unapologetic. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a crime action genre. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you want action and you want you know crime adventures, you know mm-hmm. detectives or hitmen or whatever the fuck they are. Go check that out. That one sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Chaos Dragon. Chaos Dragon. That sounds this like was a, a show. Digimon. Kind of, yeah. This is a show <laughs> that a lot of people requested. And I did look at the first episode. Yeah. And I'm just not all that impressed. Um, mostly for the animation, which there also, are parts of it that looked really good. But for the most part, there were just some things that made me cringe. Just some real stilted, stiff animation and just nothing new about it. And that's. What I'm going to say, unfortunately, about a lot of the shows this season, mm-hmm. just the same old crap that we've seen over and over and over. That's not to say that you might not be entertained by it. You might check out these shows. Are you not entertained? No, I was not entertained! <laughs> Throw the sword at the freaking guy. All right. So, oh, also, uh, if you guys want to follow along with this list, it is kotaku.com slash your complete summer 2015 anime mm-hmm. list. This so. way, maybe you'll see a show that you might like. Yeah. Maybe something that we aren't covering. Um, which is a lot of these shows. There's a ton There's of them. There's 47, Corey. Let's yeah. go faster. Woo. All right, so we have Aquarian Lagos. This is actually a, a sequel mecha series. Sci-fi. It's a mecha uh, series. Uh, nothing special about it, really. You know, I've seen a few of the old Aquarian Lagos. It kind of has an Evangelion-y slash mecha mecha sort of feel. Uh, yeah, except without the Evangelion quality in storytelling. Yeah. Um, my, my biggest pet peeve with Aquarian <laughs> Lagos is it's quality. another one of those mecha shows that uh, all the mecha are CG, and it just doesn't like look good with the other animation. Um, another show that just started recently, another uh, big request, was uh, Rompo Keton, Game of Lapless. It's like they know a, the good uh, ones. That's why they're putting them at the top of this list. Yeah, well, I don't know. This one's kind of all over the place. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, I think they're actually in the order in which they air. Oh, okay. uh, we have uh, Rompo Keton, Game of Lapless, which is a uh, mystery horror series, which I haven't looked at yet, but a lot of people have suggested uh, that I should check it out because I've heard it's got a uh, pretty interesting premise. After a series of murders happen in middle school. That's, oh the, that's the one thing that keeps me from watching it, though, is like... I'm sick of like school stories and I'm sick of watching kids in school. What about what about this one? What about there are students that have to kill their teacher in a school setting? Now you see that's different. <laughs> that's what mixed it up a little bit, you know. That is and true. plus that is true. Assassination classroom is just so unique in in every way. This is just, you know, like how that. it's in a classroom? Okay, yeah. so next one. <laughs> we have uh oh god, Alharu and Machine Gun. Uh, otherwise known as Alharu uh, Kikanju. Uh, this is a comedy oh, sports show, and that's the reason I'm not watching it. Okay. I'm just not sports. a big fan of sports show. If I'm going to watch sports, I'm going to watch sports. Okay? Simple as this that. This is America. Yeah. Okay? I'm good. I don't watch cartoon right. sports. Uh, this next one, which is a show guy, like, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell this is. Castletown Dandelion. It's a comedy, so yeah, we're It sounds like a it. My Morning Jacket song. I'm not reviewing it. <laughs> uh, next, we have uh, a, another continuation of the very popular Hitalia, the World Twinkle series. This is uh, the Hitalia series, which has the been Hitalia. around for a very long time. Um, obviously, Funimation definitely got a hold of that because they've been distributing it. Uh, I just the don't have much to say. animation is like, kind of interesting, though. Hmm? The animation looks kind of cool. In the it preview. is. It's, uh, it, it's different. I, I don't know if you realize this, Christian, but you realize that the picture of the show is above the title. Yes. Okay, so we have Hatalia uh, the World Twinkle, and I don't know what you find appealing about that. Uh, but uh, I don't find it appealing. Yeah. I just find it uh, interesting art style. It looks like yeah. a Kirby, Kirby yarn or whatever. A Kirby epic yarn or like a Yoshi's Woolly World? Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. Has Unfortunately, it does not look as good as that. But it's still, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a very well-written show. It's good for comedy. It's just, it's mm. not the show for me. 
Um, the next show, however, is for Modern me, and it is a show fantasy. that I am reviewing. It is Ushio and Tora, otherwise known as Ushio Totora, which is all about this kid who actually uh, unlocks this demon that's been living in the shrine next to his house, which is, has the spear attached to it, and the demon is crazy, and it gives him these special powers, and he fights against monsters, and it's cliche, and it's 80s, and it's 90s, and it's awesome. Like, this is just one of those shows that, like, takes an old anime presence. It's been gone for years. Like, nobody's been asking for an Ushio and Tora series. And they're like, screw it, let's just see what happens. And this show just totally, like, evokes that early 90s anime vibe. And I love it for that. And it didn't compromise that in the art style. Kind of looks like Parasite, too, a little bit. A wee bit. It's got the heavy black lines, Mm -hmm. you know. The only difference is, you know, the characters are definitely not as realistic looking. They're definitely a little more cartoony looking. Even, you know, the demon in the show, Tora himself, which is like this big tiger demon, you know, he'll have moments where he's like the most disturbing thing you've ever seen. And the next, he's like this goofy looking, you know, cartoon character. So it definitely is a mixture of action and comedy, but I really uh, (laughs) like it. And I can't wait to see the second episode of the series uh next right after that we have miss monochrome 2 didn't know there was a miss monochrome one so that means i ain't watching it all right <laughs> then we have waba, waba uh, wakaba girl oh, nope, what do you know another it. comedy slice of life show about cute little girls doing cute things never seen that before all right right after that we have a show that has got one hell of a weird name and definitely is not the show for me either it is woozer's hand-to-mouth life phantasmagoric arc Woozer no Sono Higurushi Mugen Hen. The intro is What just... is with Japanese titles and anime and them being way too damn long? It's a comedy sci-fi show, but it looks like it has kind of like a goofy, sort of super cartoony art style. I'm not really sure. It has sure. both. It's got it all. Yeah. It's got mm. it all. The art style changes more than I can count, actually. Oh, well, wonderful. I can't wait for that. So okay, so sci-fi. right after that, we Gate. have Gate. I can handle Gate. that one. Gate, Konachi Knight, Kaku Takari. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it actually looks kind of cool. Yeah. It says that it's a fantasy, but right before that, it also says it's a comedy. And as I look at the preview for the series, uh, it totally does not look like a comedy No, it at tricks all. you at the end. It tricks you right at the end. All of a sudden, uh, it bitches, does. You it. start to see anime chicks just start <laughs> yeah. to pop up. Uh, yeah. A cute little girl with a giant scythe. Never seen that before. There are times I like anime, and then there's times that I just cringe when I see it, because it's like, "Mm, I've been down that road before. Um, Then we have Classroom Crisis. Comedy sci-fi Another comedy sci-fi show set in the future on Mars, and I am done. I'd rather be playing Doom. (laughs) All right, then we have Symphogear GX, otherwise known as Senki Zesso. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't Nope, nope. What do you know? More music and sci-fi. Oh, it's a music show. That's why I had all those crazy backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very popular with the, uh, you know, the young Lolita idols. It's just something that uh, That's not me. Has always been into. That's not my... I agree. It's definitely not me. The animation doesn't look awful by any means, but it also just doesn't look like anything. It looks like a big anime music video, and I'm not watching that. Yeah. The next show has another very strange name. A boring world where the concept of dirty jokes doesn't exist. That's the whole fucking title? That's the title. No, what's the uh, subtitle? But the Japanese title is Shimona Tato Lu Gainen Ga Sonzai Shinai Taikutsu no Sekai. Are you trying to say a world where boring concept jokes don't exist, Corey? I am! Ah. That's right. This is a uh, another comedy edgy show. Uh, which is just basically an excuse for a lot of fan service and obsceneness. I'm not really... Uh, Echi means fan service bullshit? Uh, I don't really want to get into the <laughs> dynamics of Echi today. Let's save that for a- another podcast because it's it's definitely a weird topic to say. <laughs> yeah, I'll just take that yeah. as a yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sexual. Let's just say that. 
Uh, next is a, another popular returning uh, returning show, and I'm glad that we got to this one because I need to address this because uh, it's kind of an this elephant is, okay, in the room. This is, this is when the uh, cameras come on and the flashes start hitting you. Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right, so uh season two, uh, ten. This is the uh, continuation. The uh, continuation! No more pictures of the Dorara series. And as you guys know, I actually reviewed the last bit. Um, but I was really underwhelmed by it, you know, especially when compared to the first half of Dorara, which just had way better production value, a better story. And since it was just so fresh and new at the time, that's probably what it was. The last season had not very good animation, and it really surprised me considering it was like a two-core show and they were splitting it up into the seasons. Um, so as far as me actually reviewing the season, if I do review it, it's going to be like the whole season. It's not going to be on an individual episode basis. So you might do a season recap. Exactly. But I, there, I just, I have no interest. So you're in promising the world the season recap. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you I'll give promise. you guys, I'll give you guys that at least, but there's just no way. Cause I even watched the first episode of this one. I was just, eh, just more of the same. Just, I just didn't really get anything out of it. Um, I will say that the first episode of this season uh, did a little better than the last, but I mean, still, just when compared to the first, it really is night and day. I just don't really care. You for should it. look at uh, uh, working. Yeah, working. that's a comedy slice of life. Mm, right it up is. Your... Now, working is not exactly awful. I am I've actually, heard of it, actually. Uh, I am actually servers. familiar uh, with the uh, the previous uh, parts of the series, and it is funny. It's still not the show for me, but uh, you know, if if you like comedy, and remember, you like situational real life comedy. Check it out. Yeah, it has a little more realistic tone to it, but I just mm-hmm. remember this cook showing up, and I swear to God, it it was Sanji. It's like they had a cook that came yeah. on with a guy with one eye covered that was blonde, <laughs> and it was Swirly. pretty. Yeah, it was practically Sanji, mm-hmm. and I thought that was so fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, it's a restaurant, and they have a guy that looks like Sanji as the chef, and the main chick is like likes him and gets embarrassed and says stupid stuff and it's mm-hmm. like oh dirt to dirt you know and like, <laughs> i was like i get it i get why dirt people yeah i love that all right we got gotchamon crowds insight gotchamon crowds insight that kind of is a, cool. a sequel series which has a really cool art style very old school uh art yeah. style a lot of that has to do that it's uh based on the very old gotchamon series which i'm not 100 percent on this but i think it's from the old company that's called tatsunoko and uh, I watched a little bit of the last, but I didn't watch enough of it to have a firm understanding of it. Um, but yeah, I just another one of those shows that just I never really got into. Simple as that. Um, but it's it's one of those long running things that has connections to old shows. Um, we have Roka B- Braves of the Six Flowers. This is another show uh, a lot of people requested. Like this is one of the bigger ones, Roka no Yusha, um, and it's it's okay. It's got some really nice character design, but nothing that I haven't, like, there, everything I see in it, like, I'm like, mm, I've seen stuff like that before. You know, yes. That's, that's the only problem I've had with a lot of the new shows. It's just like, eh, I've seen this before. I've been down this way before. Ironically, I love Dragon Ball Super, uh, which, of course, makes me a little bit of a hypocrite, but that's, you know, I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, but, yeah, Roka no Yusha, just... Uh, I mean, it, it's a show to look out for, but I'm not too impressed by it so far. We've already mentioned Dragon Ball Super and how it's easily the best show this season. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, we also have uh, Wakoko Zaki, which, you know, it's another slice of life show. That um, art style looks like dog shit. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say it's dog shit, but it's very, <laughs> it's stylistic. 
stylized um, dog shit. Yeah, but uh, it, it's going to be, it looks like, like a shorter Sorry, format, kind of a snappier, funny show. The way um, I feel. Yeah, we also have a Q Transformers 2, which is like a Chibi-Eyes Transformers show. Don't even care. Corey, um, aren't you going to review that? That would be, if we had 100 episodes of that on our channel, we'd be sad. That's okay. Um, we also have Two Love Rue Trouble, Darkness Second, which is uh, the next part of the Two Love Rue series, which I know barely anything about. The only thing I know about it is that it's got a pink-haired chick who's really hot, and that's it. Like, simple as that. Well, you know, I think it, it involves, gets you watching. Yeah, I think, it. Uh, you know, it's, it says it's a comedy and sci-fi, but I always kind of associated it more with, like, fantasy. But maybe that's just because I don't know a lot about the the Two Love Roo series. But it's very popular, and it has a uh, very dedicated fan base. Um, right after that, we have what apparently is Snow White with the red hair. This is something I bet I could, like, like my girlfriend loves old-timey like back in the day, England castles, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I mean, there, there, like there might be something to get out of that. You never know. Um, it doesn't look entirely awful, but then again, you know, the I art see style those... looks good. Yeah. But my only problem again with it is, you know, I see those character designs. It's like, I feel like I've seen these people before. It's sort then of again, it's really hard to come up with uh, distinctive character designs in anime nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I really it's all kind of been it. done in certain ways. Um, we also have what is believe it or not the fifth season of a show called TQ. I've never uh, heard of it. You know, just, Looking at the art style, I don't even need to look at the preview. No, thanks. It's comedy uh, slice of life, Corey. It's yeah, your favorite. And that immediately goes for the next couple of shows. Too. Yep. Like, okay. We have uh, Skipping Million Idol. Doll. Don't care. We have Actually I Am G2 Wawatashi Wa, which is a show all about these weird demon girls who want to fall in love with one guy. It's that easy, guys. Trust me. Uh, right after that, we have Non Non Biori Repeat. Again, more slice of life. Don't get it. Next show. Wait, she goes to school. Uh, in a rural elementary middle school that only has five students. I guess they all like fight over the dude or something. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they all fight over the dude. That's the way it always is in anime. Just like oh. ten bombastic ten out of ten super mega hot chicks and just one dude who has like zero personality. No game. Yeah, exactly. Can't close the deal. Yeah. But uh, right after that, we have uh, Kaiju Sakapa. I could watch that five more times. <laughs> Give me another season have, uh, of that. We have Kaiju <laughs> Sakaba Kanpai, which is a comedy uh, sci-fi show, um, which I don't even know what I'm looking at. It literally looks like... It looks some... like that game. What was that that music game back in the day with the onion uh, karate chopping guy? Holy shit. It, it looks like Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Wow, Parappa the Rapper. Where the hell is our PS4 sequel, Sony? That shit needs to happen. <laughs> Um, the next show is one that I actually watched recently. I watched it last night. It's, uh, Overlord. This is, uh, you know, next to the other shows we got, probably the biggest request. Uh, Overlord is a diving MMORPG game series. What that means is it's just like Sword Art Online, where someone gets stuck inside of a game. But this one does have a little bit of a twist to it. It seems to have more of a, uh, comedy edge to it. And the biggest difference is in Sword Art Online... The players were all stuck in the world like the minute that game was launched and whenever they would kill each other, that'd be the end of it and all the players were stuck and they couldn't get out. In this series, it's this game that's existed for a long time. It's called Yggdrasil. It's this big fantasy game Okay. and there's this huge group of badasses and one of them is the Overlord who is this main character of the show who totally does not look like the main character whatsoever. He, he looks, looks like, like Skeletor. The, he does. He looks or like Mumra. The, yeah. Mumra. <laughs> he looks like a freaking just 1980s like cartoon villain. And it just, it seems so out of place having this guy be the main character. But what's really clever about it is you never actually see what real life is like in this show. It opens up in this game. It's the last day of the uh, servers are going to be open for this game. And this one player 
the uh, the overlord, this uh, skull-looking skeleton guy, he decides he's going to stick around and enjoy his last game there. And as soon as the servers shut down, nobody actually gets logged out, or at least he doesn't. He doesn't have access. He can't, like, quit anymore. Yeah. And all of the NPCs now have more personality than they used to. They seem to actually be able to talk with their mouths and everything, but they will listen to his command. And the episode ends with him sort of realizing, like, you know what? My life outside of this game kind of sucked. I had no friends. I had no family. I lived on my own. I worked all day. I came home. I played games and I slept. But here, I can be the overlord. I have people who care about me and want to be with me and work with me. And that's probably the most interesting element about the show. Otherwise, though, it's really nothing special. I thought the animation and the artwork was so-so. The most interesting premise is the fact that the NPCs are the characters who are actually coming to life and working with this guy. And I think the strongest element of the show is how at the very beginning they make it seem as if this skeleton guy is going to be like the villain. But he actually ends up being the hero. And there's just something really funny about that. And what I love is looking at this list. They don't even say comedy on the genre whatsoever. But I found myself laughing a lot while watching this show. That might have been unintentional. I'm not sure. What was your your biggest criticism? I think we were talking earlier. You said it's kind of a Sword Art Online ripoff. There's no kind of about it. It's just like Sword Art Online. It's dive technology. You're stuck in the game. It's just immediate you hear someone stuck. Your first thing you're going to think is Sword Art Online. And it's yeah. not the first show to do that. And, you know, Sword Art wasn't even the first show to do that. There have been just other... the most popular. Yeah, it was just really, really well known. And uh, the difference between Sword Art and Overlord is that Sword Art had a bigger budget. It had better action scenes. Uh, there really wasn't any action in the first episode aside from just a few quick shots, but really nothing all that spectacular. But it's a show that might grow into something more. I am going to continue to watch it. I don't believe I'm going to be reviewing the show, but I'd like to talk about it in each week's podcast uh, because you never know. This is something that could go somewhere. And uh, it is a show with potential, but just there's really nothing new about it. That's the only thing, which is my biggest complaint about this entire season period. There's just nothing really all that fresh or new when compared like, to the stuff Ninja I saw in the Slayer last disappointed in the way we weren't getting the, the animation we thought we were. Yeah. But we still got a completely original show. Mm-hmm. So you can't fault it for that. No, you can't. And I don't feel like I'm seeing that this season. Mm-mm. Well, there's this show called Dragon Ball Super, which is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out, guys. It's pretty good. Uh, what's the next one? We're so biased <laughs> when it comes to like action series and stuff. People call us the jocks of anime. It's kind of true. Yeah, it is. Um, all right. So we have Seiyu's uh, Life, Sora Guy Seiyu, Comedy Slice Life. Don't care. Don't Skip. even care. Oh, what about this next one? It's got oh, my boobs. God. I just see boobs immediately. You're like, I'm if, if it's that. not Slice of Life, it's, it's friggin' Jugs. We got Everyday Life with Monster Girls. Well, that's Monster... her everyday life, Corey. That's her everyday <laughs> comedy H-E fantasy life, which is all about big breastesses. And having cat ears. Yeah. But you don't recognize that because her boobs are out. God, it just sounds like a fetish anime, which as soon as we're done with that one, we move on to a show called Bikini, Bikini Warriors. Warriors. They don't even... What I like, what I like about Bikini Warriors... <laughs> 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 that's gonna change that show for bikini warriors the powers in the- all right that's enough of that um bikini warriors what i at least what at least like about bikini warriors is, is that, that they're it in bikinis well of course but like uh you know that's the obvious but i like the fact they don't like try to dress it up or anything it's just like look this is bikini warriors all right we're, we're a fan not- service the anime series with some fantasy elements get ready to get excited that's simple it. as that they're, like they don't try to let's dress go it on up. jiggly adventures now you know they don't try to make like an anime that's all about just like big tits and shit and say oh yeah this was made by the coen brothers no this is 
This is straight up what it is. Um, we also have Suka Nishi the Animation. So for all those people who are enjoying the Suka Nishi manga, here's your crappy animated version of that. Again, what is it? It's a comedy slice of life show. Big deal. Whatever. We have Sky Wizards Academy. <laughs> Sky Wizards Academy. It's, I'm it's, good. Skip it. You know, don't even care anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just fantasy. That's what this whole list is going to be. Weren't you looking excited? Uh, what about this next one? It's Yaoi. I'm interested. Let's oh watch boy. the preview on. Uh, Yaoi. Okay, so it's Junjo Romantica 3. <laughs> Junjo Romantica 3. That sounds like, oh my god, I don't even want to look at this preview anymore. I'm creeped out. <laughs> I um, got a fucking ad. I'm yeah, still waiting for here it. Here we go. You don't want to see anything. Uh, the next show is Himoto Umaru-chan. Guess what? Comedy. Slice of life. Cute girls. Doing cute things. I feel like I keep saying the same thing every single show I'm going down. And you know what? I'm just going to skip all what about this? the way down. Post-apocalyptic slice of life. You know, they get goofy faces while they run from zombies. Okay, that's a little better. You know, I mean, it's still, it's a step in one direction and still a step back. But I mean, we're getting there. Two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we also, uh, I'm going to go down to prison school. Only reason is because, you know, it, it's uh-huh. prison related. The only problem is it's got school in the title. So I already know that it's going to be like a school-based show. Look at the uh, but preview. But the art style looks ridiculous, Look. especially the freaking like I guess it's the the warden of the prison. Yeah, school. right at thirty-nine seconds. Yeah, she's pretty bombastic. But uh, <laughs> honestly, the show looks like it has great production value. That's the one thing I'm watching this dude right now. It looks like he's about to stab someone with a fork. Um, but yeah, like I like the character design. It's yeah, there's like, a lot of fan service mm-hmm. bullshit, though. but it's definitely uh, it's it's jiggly. That's the only thing, you know. It's called, it should be called Jiggly Prison School. Yeah, Jiggly Prison School. It'd be a little more straight up, like, needs to follow up, like, Bikini Warriors. Mm-hmm. Now, the uh, the next show is one that hasn't aired yet, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's one that I think right. a lot of people are. Yeah. It's uh, it's called God Eater. It's from the people at uh, Ufa Table, otherwise known as the guy who's uh, who animate Fate Stay Night. And uh, I got to admit, the it art feels style like that. looks freaking great. It looks unique. It looks like this, like weird mixture of like cgi animation mixed with traditional animation and just it just bleeds style simple as that the the action scenes look freaking awesome and just uh the, my only issue with the show is that it's based on a video game series i'm not a big fan of anime that are based on video games and that's only because they usually just aren't that great you know games work good as games sometimes they just don't work good as like a narrative uh but we'll, i'm uh, interested to see what this next do one that. i'm just skipping you can read. Them. Oh, you, you don't want to watch uh, Makora no Donchi? No. No, why not? It's because a romantic show. It sounds like. Uh, and it's short form, so you don't have to suffer. I'm uncomfortable too long. looking at that thumbnail, so I'm okay. just going to keep moving. Wow. All right. <laughs> um, we have uh, The Idol Master, Cinderella Girls 2. Mm. Not affiliated with I'm the good. Russell Crowe movie Cinderella Man, which was actually good. It was. Um, and Fate Stay fans, you might want to get excited because there's also going to be. Fate Collade Liner Prisma, which is a spinoff of the Fate Stay series, which is a magical girl series. If you don't know what a magical girl series is, oh. see Sailor Moon. Uh, I think I will be skipping that iteration of the Fate Stay but series. But Sailor Moon's about to end, so you need to replace that magic girl series. Uh, that's okay. I think I'm just going to finish up Sailor Moon and be <laughs> done there. Uh, yeah, Sailor Moon's about to finish up in its last episode. Jesus Christ, it's taken over a year for a 26-episode <laughs> series to finish. Oh, my God, I hope another anime that I review never goes on a bi-weekly schedule. That's, that was 26? Well, yes, you think about and there it. were sometimes it would go on three-week breaks. <laughs> like it's like think about it i gotta like, wait for the next episode to watch sailor moon bitch about not going on a date 
Well, there's 56 weeks in a year, right? Yeah. So then you take 24 and divide it by two. Like, that's pretty much right there. That's almost yeah, a year. I know. If it doesn't take breaks. So it's been it's been pretty strange, to yeah. say the least. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the worst anime I've ever seen, but it hasn't been all that great of an experience. There have been a few diamonds in the rough. Uh, but Like nothing. when they transform? Uh, yeah, but the good thing is they actually don't like transform every single episode like they did in the original series. But okay. I love the original anime so much more. I thought the animation and the art style and the characters were better. And uh, just, I don't know. Just as simple as that. If, if I had to recommend a Sailor Moon show, I, I can't believe I'm doing that. Uh, I would recommend the original ones from the 90s. I honestly think they do a better job with the source material. Despite the fact that there are fillers all up in that bitch. All up in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to end on the final show. Which, oh my god! Believe it or not, not going to review this one either. Venus Project Climax. It's an idol show. So yeah. Don't care. So yeah, these are actually just a select number of the shows that are that going we to won't be, be watching. That we will not be watching. <laughs> I love this. This this segment is going. People are just going to be like, "You guys suck." You're so sticks in the mud about all this anime series that you won't even give a chance. I just you know I know There's what I so like. There's so many hours in the day, guys. You know, like to review an anime that that uh, goes for 24 minutes long is about an hour commitment, mm, so, at least at a minimum. Because you got to watch it. Then you got to review it. Then you got to edit it. Then you got to render it. Then you got to upload it. Mm-hmm. And that, even though it's a 20 minute episode, does not mean it takes 20 minutes to get mm-hmm. the review up. So when you ask us to add five more series, you're adding five more hours of work a week. Mm-hmm. I think of it like that, even though you probably could care less. Yes. But we have to. Yeah. So, and but I like the suggestions. The more suggestions, the better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always like you guys to tell us what's up. Yeah. Because we do not know everything coming out. I mean, look, we mm-hmm. didn't even know. 80% of these anime on yeah, this and, list. You know, I'm glad that, you know, Venus Project Climax is coming out now. I, you know, I know not to watch it. You know what I'm glad that's coming out? <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a shame that, like, out of all these new shows, mm, Dragon Ball Super, Ushio and Tora, Gangsta, that's just about it. Pretty much all the manliest shows that we could find were pulled from this list. Yeah, you know, we're just you not know? a slice of life dudes. Yeah, and like we said, um, you know, even though we don't like that stuff, doesn't mean that you guys should not check out these anime series. Please Absolutely. support these companies in any way that you can so that you can get more anime that you love. Uh, the good thing is a lot of these uh, shows are currently airing on Crunchyroll, on Funimation, uh, and all types of websites. But like we said, if you want to check these out, Check out uh, Kotaku's Summer Anime Guide for 2015. They'll give you a full list Not of the shows. Not hard to find. You'll Google get a, that bitch. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll find get a it. preview, and they'll also give you links to where you can watch them. So make sure to check that out. There are a ton of shows airing this summer, and uh, even a few more surprises which are going to be popping up towards the end of the summer. And then before you know it, it's time for the fall season and even more brand new shows, which are going to be very exciting. It too. seems like every three weeks the new season's here. It, that's the way it is. Pretty yeah. much every quarter there's like a brand new tour of shows that come in. So we, we get four rounds of new shows a year. Pretty much, yeah, which is kind of insane. And if they work, they never stop. Exactly. Which is crazier if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. like here we have seasons. Mm-hmm. But there, if it, like imagine if Game of Thrones has been nonstop since it came out. That would be crazy. That would have been nuts. That would have been pretty <laughs> metal, though, too. Yeah, well, how the hell do you do that? You can't mm-hmm. make that. It's not anime. Mm-hmm. You can't just have fake stick figure Jon Snow on screen. <laughs> it's not like that, you know? It's just a little different. But, uh, yeah, man. So let's just wrap this bad boy up. Mm-hmm. I, I think we had other topics, but we just spent We did. So... We just we went for so long. Yeah, sorry, guys. But thank you mm-hmm. so much for the viewer questions. We're going to try to answer those up front. Also, Corey, do you want to go to rogueintel.com uh, and maybe let's look at a few more of the shows? Just mm-hmm. tell the people about them real, yeah. one more time. Because uh, we're going to have to uh, talk about Rogue Intel more. And, honestly, I want to get to know some of these guys here and uh, have them on our show. 
And uh, if you go to rogantel.com and go to shows, you can see all their shows. Uh, Fanboys looks like one we'd probably be into mm -hmm. if you click on that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to read the description of that, Corey? I can. Let me just. Uh, you know, yeah. Internet. Yeah, but like uh, one of the other things I really like is that it's not just a bunch of nerd stuff there. Like we like talking about that. But there's guys that talk about like uh, general stuff like our friends. Uh, now that I'm older, it's kind of like life lessons slash the view of things going on now. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like. I really like this uh, podcast that um, Dan is Dan Carlin's hardcore history. And then there's Dan Carlin's current events, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a lot like Dan Carlin's current events. So mm -hmm. also if you're into history, try uh, Dan Carlin's hardcore history. That is a baller podcast. Yeah. I don't know. That guy's, uh, there's always something interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just listening to him talk to people or talk about history is just amazingly mm -hmm. interesting. So yeah. You, there's uh, there are, like he said, there's all types of different shows. There are shows that are similar to us. There's fanboys with Rob and Dan, yeah. Uh, which is, I like that they say they put Hollywood on trial, uh, very similar to what we do all the time. You know, basically they just talk about a lot of the big pop culture things, in both TV and in movies, usually things that are nerd related, usually superhero movie type stuff, uh, stuff that's sci-fi related, you know, the type of stuff that we actually do talk about, which was, I think would be really fun to do a crossover with these guys. I can't wait to meet them. Uh, I think that would be really great. And also we have RI prime or rogue Intel prime. If you want to read about that one, Corey. And uh, right now they have 58 episodes. So they've got a ton of back catalog of stuff yeah, if you find it interesting. Us. Yeah. Which, this is episode 23, though. Yeah, this is episode 23, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. But yeah, their podcast, like, it sort of encompasses everything. They're almost like a news commentary review show. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I think they even describe themselves. You know, like, if they were to do an episode today, it would be all about Jared Fogel. Oh, God. You know? Why'd you go there? Because he's still looking good. Yeah, sorry. I had to bring up Jared. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Damn you, Jared. We're on Jared Wouch. <laughs> Brittany Wouch. Inside, inside jokes. Yeah, sorry. That'll be entertaining, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, check out RogueIntel.com. Mm -hmm. Please. They're good guys, and they're going to help us get bigger. So, you know. Mm. At least say thank you by checking out their website a few times, guys. Uh, they'll enjoy uh, all the extra eyeballs on it, you mm -hmm. know. And these guys, man, these guys, like, put out, like, three shows a week, or one show a week. They're trying. They're working at it. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you like their content, definitely uh, give them your love by just watching. That's all it really mm -hmm. takes nowadays. People will keep making stuff if they know people are looking at it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that easy. But also, you guys, uh, let's go back to us. If you like this episode, make sure to give us a thumbs up. You know, share it on social medias, follow our social medias. We're on Twitter and on Facebook. And if you like the show, donate to our PayPal, or you can use our Amazon associate link where you just click it, takes you to Amazon. Anything you buy, we get like a percentage of it. So it helps our channel out without you having to spend any money towards it. You just buy the stuff you want on Amazon and it hooks us up. So uh, bookmark that as your Amazon link. That's like the best way to help us out. And you don't even have to think about it ever again. So, yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching. And until uh, next time, Super Kami. Ooh, I fucked up. But, but next time on the Powerful Nerdcast. Okay. <laughs>